This is Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. You're listening to the Aligned Women podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family and more money in your bank account, you're in the right place. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at www.alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. Now sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Hello, Mama Chiropractors. Welcome to the Aligned Women podcast episode 112. If you're listening on audio, either in iTunes, our website, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, it looks like about 50% of our listeners still listen on their iPhones through iTunes. And hello to you if you're watching this as a live video in our Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors. And by the way, if you listen to the podcast and you're not already a member of Mama Chiropractors, then come join us. It is the best community of women in chiropractic that you will find. You can request to join the group uh, by searching for Mama Chiropractors on Facebook or go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Mama Chiros. In today's episode, we are talking about retiring your partner from a soul-sucking job. This is becoming a bigger and bigger topic amongst women in our community and aligned women. Maybe it's because my husband left his soul-sucking job at the end of November 2018. I think we've talked a little bit on about this in uh, previous episodes of the podcast. Uh, or maybe it's just becoming more of a thing. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's just like women are stepping up and realizing their potential. So before we get started with that today, I just want to share with you a little bit more about um, wins from our community members in the foundations program. Uh, I, I've just told you that we're talking about retiring our partners from their soul sucking jobs, right? But this is more than just um, an idea or a possibility that. Maybe one day in the future you might be able to do this, um, but it's something that I've experienced myself and also something that I'm, I'm seeing women in our community do. So I want to first share with you that, um, you know, this, is, this, <laughs> this episode is not to share or to, to um, express to you that this is the right way, this is the only way, that this is like what you should aim for, this is some kind of like arbitrary level of success. Um, in fact, it's not necessarily right for every family, for the woman to be the breadwinner and for um, the partner, whether that partner is male or female, to be um, working from home, staying home with the kids, working part-time, or some kind of alternative to what we would consider the traditional norm, which is to have that person being the breadwinner. Um, and, and it can bring up a lot of, um, <laughs> what's the word, a lot, uh, a lot of limiting beliefs, really, about what's possible and stepping outside of what's usual in our, in our culture um, can open you up to some criticism and that can be that can be challenging to deal with so um, as we go further into this discussion today I just want to share with you that this is something that I'm, I'm witnessing and supporting women through in their in their journey of growing their practice and 
taking things to the next level for themselves and for their family, the next level of freedom, um, both financially and, you know, time-wise, too. And we have had now, um, I believe at this moment, four women who have reached this level where financially they could um, support their family through their, their practice and their partner who had been the primary provider financially prior to this was able to leave his job. So um, I expect that this number will increase over time because I know that there are other ladies in our community who have set the intention that this will be what they create for their families and, um, and for their partner to be able to have the freedom that they want to have and not work at a soul-sucking job. <sighs> okay. Um, all right, so before we go further with what I'm going to share with you today, I just want to let you know that um, if you have friends, referral partners, um, colleagues that are in a different profession, maybe they're midwives, doulas, personal trainers, yoga instructors, um, lactation consultants, massage therapists, acupuncturists, naturopaths, we have created a space for those women, and you may have heard about it. I've changed the name a couple of times because that's just how I do things. I've learned that I figure things out when I test, and, and I'm sometimes brave enough. Maybe it's not sometimes. Maybe it's all the time. I don't know. When I get brave enough to put things out there and don't really know all the answers yet, that the steps become more clear. And when I wait for steps to become clear before I start taking action on something, I, I notice like I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and I get to a point where I'm like really frustrated with not knowing answers to how to move forward and then I realize I just need to take one step. So I took one step and I created a group called Present and Profitable and I opened it up to women outside of chiropractic. And I got started and something just didn't feel right. So I thought maybe the name just doesn't really resonate with um, more people outside of ladies that already are members of Aligned Women because that's like they know what Present and Profitable means. That's, that is our overarching goal is for women to be present with their families and to be profitable in their businesses. And so I tried on the business of being well. Well, that didn't ever really fit. It was just something like that was the next idea. And then I think really it just kind of came to me um, in a moment of inspiration. I thought the self-care is healthcare community feels like the thing. Uh, I don't know that we'll keep it this way or like that this name will stick forever, but the Self-Care is Healthcare community is on Facebook as a group, and there is also a new podcast coming up. I've actually already started recording the interviews for that new podcast. So again, this is a space that you're welcome to join if you want to, but just recognize that this is not limited to only women in chiropractic, but, uh, and I can't even tell you that I'm limiting it to women specifically, but to open this um, community up to other healthcare providers, other types of holistic practitioners, um, and people that work in wellness People that work in health and wellness has been on my heart for a long time and quite honestly I didn't have the brain space to um, <laughs> to Erin Jones just sent me a message while I was recording the video <laughs> I was like she's telling me something about my hair what's wrong with my hair oh oh it's just gotten long oh okay <laughs> all right 
Um, anyway, I just didn't have the brain space. You know, raising three children, um, running two businesses, and then narrowing it down to one, and and then also retiring my husband from his soul-sucking job. Um, th- that has been, like, the theme of the last two years, moving my family to a new town and getting adjusted to homeschooling, and there's just been a lot going on. So... Now I feel like, okay, I, I feel more solid. Like I have more time in my schedule that I can work on a new project. So to wrap it up, if you want to spread the word to your friends or colleagues or referral partners about the self-care is healthcare community, um, I would love for you to do that. They can find it by searching the self-care is healthcare community on Facebook. Um, and I'll share more details with you there about how to find the podcast when it is available in audio format, but all the videos are there already now. Okay, so let's talk more about getting your partner out of the soul-sucking job. Okay, so I mentioned to you at the beginning that, that um, if this is something that you want to do, great. If you don't, if, you, if you're like, no, I would never want to do that, that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that either. And let me be really totally honest with you that um, I believe, like, logically thinking that it's smart to have the income that comes into your family diversified, right? So like you have um, income from one person's job, you have income from another person's job if you're a dual income family, great. And then maybe you have some passive income coming in through um, a rental property or other kinds of real estate or some investments, an IRA, um, a 401k or stocks bonds, something along those lines, so that you have multiple streams of income coming into your family, just like we would want to in our business, in what might be the ideal situation, right? So especially when we have families that are um, dual income, but both the both partners are working in one profession, like chiropractic, this is risky. It is risky. So that's why it's not for everyone. And if you're a woman watching or listening to this right now and you're like, oh, my husband is a chiropractor, um, what are you talking about? What's the risk involved? Well, there have been um, examples. Uh, I can't think of the country. Was it Indonesia? Thailand? There was a country in Asia where chiropractic, practicing chiropractic became illegal basically overnight. So you went to bed um, maybe on Tuesday night as a practicing chiropractor, and then on Wednesday, it was illegal for you to practice. So hopefully we're pretty far off from that happening in North America, but truthfully, we don't know. We don't know what could happen in our political climate, especially as um, you know the, the government and health, uh, the government and the pharmaceutical industry become more and more intertwined, if that's even possible. <laughs> so um, what would you do if suddenly you woke up and both you and your spouse no longer, no longer could practice and do the thing that brings income into your family. So, yes, in the ideal scenario, we would have like another source of income coming into our families, right? But if, for some reason, you are really feeling called to grow your business so that you can increase your personal pay so that you can be the primary provider for your family and in fact be the only provider for your family then there's a there's a process here (laughs) it's like it's a journey this is something that is going to require not just for you to um 
not just for you to increase the revenue in your business, but it's going to require for you to be strategic about how you do it so that you can still be present with your family and not burn yourself out. Because as you become the primary or the sole provider for your family, it becomes even more important for you to protect your longevity. See, so while you might be like, well, I'm going to have to work harder. I'm going to have to work more hours. Maybe, maybe. But that is also our really deeply rooted conditioning speaking that says, if you want more, you have to work harder to get it. Okay, so there are ways that we can be strategic about how we increase the revenue in your practice without you necessarily working more to make that increase in revenue happen. And we teach all of that inside of Aligned Women. Um, so next then, which I've touched on a bit, is the cultural conditioning that rears its ugly head when a woman specifically <laughs> decides to become the primary provider for her family. And in some, uh, maybe in some parts of the country, in some cases, like if you were raised with a woman, if you were raised by a woman who was the primary provider for your family, this may not be as big of a factor for you. But if you were raised in a very traditional family, yet uh, traditional being like you had a father who was the uh, financial provider and you had a mother who was the care provider, then this process, this journey can be really uh, about unwinding and unraveling what you learned was right or what you learned was normal as a child and letting those attachments go so that you can just have what you want to have now in 2019 and beyond and not not be as attached to what may have seemed right in the past now so that's an internal process right and you know what other people think about you is a lot more about themselves than it is ever about you but you can also expect that there's going to be a lot of questions from other people in your life maybe it's from your nuclear families for example and i know that i've experienced that my husband has experienced his own mother telling him you really need to get a full-time job when really we're okay without him having one, we're perfectly fine. And also her telling him that he needs to be the financial provider for his family. I thought, oh, that's that's really interesting that she feels that strongly about that, you know, that um, that is her belief. And that's also how her marriage works. You know, she and her husband, my father-in-law are retired They've been retired for several years now, but he was always the financial provider and she was the care provider. So, of course, she wants to project that onto her own son's experience because that's what she believes is right. So it's not that she's saying that to us because she she doesn't think that I can be the financial provider or that my business isn't legit enough or any of the things that might come to my mind that, that are just stories. Um, but it's just her conditioning speaking. And she's she's maybe not aware of that, right? Or or that or she's it's not just that she's not aware, it's that she may not even want to or be open to examining that that's what she's been conditioned to believe. She just believes that that's the right thing. So my point here is to 
Yeah, to expect, um, I don't want to say backlash, but to expect questions from other people in your community, um, other people, your families, again, uh, could be friends, could be, you know, it could be colleagues, maybe it's even people that you've known for a long time that you've worked with, and they're like, why, why would you do that? <laughs> why not have um, your, your husband working full-time? Why, why would he want to stay home with the kids? Or why would he, like, what is he going to do? That's another question that we've, that we've been asked a lot. Are you, what, what is he going to do exactly? Are you guys okay? I'm like, he's going to, he's going to play golf a lot. <laughs> so my husband, my husband works part-time right now for um, a friend who is a business owner. He works part-time in this company, um, mostly because it gets him out of the house, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> and he also um, has a 20-year career as a basketball official. And um, he, like, his dream is to be able to move up the ranks in basketball officiating I'm not sure that he would say it in those words but um, for him to be able to put all of his his um, efforts into officiating at division one level uh, right now well in for the last what 20 years he's done a lot of high school games and gradually um, been offered more and more college games and and he's moved up in the rankings for officials in basketball over the last three to four years. The last two have been pretty intense. And um, just like as we think about, you know, our businesses, he can earn a lot more money if he's refereeing more Division One basketball games than he does if he is refereeing high school games. And there's also that sense of accomplishment for him too. Like it's not something that everybody does. It's not something that even the majority of basketball officials ever do. Um, most never ever get to that level of um, recognition or accomplishment in their careers. So it's something that he really wants to achieve. And it, it, it slowly grew in me this awareness of like, you know, that is essentially his business and for him to be able to reach the level of success that he wants to he's he's gonna have to like put more focus and more energy and um more commitment into that goal and that that means that he's gonna have to let go of something else <sighs> so yes it's been risky yes it's been scary um but it's also been very rewarding it's also been very rewarding so um basketball season starts what november um we'll see what this season holds i really don't know yet um so my point in sharing this about basketball um is oh yeah it's super structured um and officiating like it's not even just structure lisa it's um it's also a well, this is a limiting belief that I've been challenging my husband on, but he has shared that he feels it's a good old boys club. Like the, the, you got to know the right people to be able to move up the ranks and to get those higher level games that also pay you more. And, and I've challenged him on that notion um, because, you know, I've just said, like, if you believe that, that that's what's going to happen, <laughs> of course, then it will happen. And also... 
shared with him the perspective that I share with a lot of clients, that if you want to be a Division One official, if you want to be a woman who owns a million dollar practice, you have to be her, he has to be that Division One official before he actually is. And he has to be willing to see himself as the D1 official and act as if he is the D1 official before he actually is. And if he is not willing to do that, why would anyone else see him as a Division One official and select him for those games? Um, okay, where was I going next? Um, oh, 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 okay, so we're gonna wrap up this conversation on this note. Um, here's the thing. I know that a lot of women in chiropractic have partners who are working in jobs that they go to because, well, for a variety of reasons, but mostly because it's what provides for the family. It's not because it's something that they love, and in fact, in a lot of cases, it's a very stressful and even toxic environment, emotionally toxic, mentally toxic, and even physically, chemically toxic environment. And that's what my husband was working in. He was working in an environment that was toxic in all of those ways, and I was especially concerned about the toxic chemical exposure for him because he worked in a manufacturing facility and even though he was the what was his title operations manager I think um, he wasn't working on the line he was still exposed to aluminum being processed every day and it just felt not right to me um, so what I have seen happen for him is he looks like he's reverse aging like he, he's getting younger now instead of older over the last eight months and and I'm like wow like I, I didn't even know that your stress level was affecting you that much or that it was that high I didn't I didn't really know because he didn't really share it with me he didn't want me to know so um now he's more open about it. He's like, yeah, it was a terrible place to go to every day, but that's what I needed to do to provide for our family. So that's what I did. <sighs> so I was kind of clued into this. And of course, you know, with the aluminum exposure, I was pretty concerned. Uh, but I kept thinking, this is really incongruent with my core values, with what I really value in life. And especially as a chiropractor, it's so important to me that we live congruently in our family with what we practice and preach to patients. And so I know that if I had a patient coming to me who had chronic um, muscle tension, chronic um, subluxations, chronic headaches, in my husband's case, he had all those, plus he had this thing that he would do with his jaw that I couldn't really quite put into words. I can show it to you. But I could tell that there were some days he was really stressed because he would come home and he would do this side to side, like lateral deviation type of movement with his mandible, okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, he's like really stressed when he does that. And he doesn't do that hardly at all anymore. But if I had a patient coming to me with these things, I would want to be addressing this with them, right? It's not like I can change it for them. But at a certain point in care with this person, I have to say, how do you think your lifestyle is affecting what's going on with your body? And maybe you need to make some changes in your lifestyle so that you're protecting your health and you're able to heal, right? But that's not something that's easy to do, um, especially when it comes to talking with your own husband 
about that. Uh, it can be, it can be hard. It can be hard. Um, that, that doesn't make it something that we should avoid, right? Just because it's hard. So this is a note that I want to leave you on. I know that sometimes it's just easy to stay comfortable. It's easy to say, yeah, it would be really risky if we only had one source of income and that source of income was coming from um, a business, not from steady, stable employment. Um, it would mean that I would have to be more dedicated or I'd have to take my business more seriously. I'd have to think like a business person instead of a, of a practitioner, right? Like it can bring up a lot of stories. But if there's a part of you that is stirring to get your partner out of an unhealthy situation, I'll have you consider that it might be time to really look at what would it take to make this possible. And as you take steps to maybe save some money, so you have an emergency fund, maybe you look at how you could reduce your expenses temporarily if you need to, that in this process, there will be a point where you just have to trust and leap. <laughs> and as you leap, you continue to have faith that everything is always working to your highest good. That God and the universe have your back. And that if it's been placed in your heart to grow your business so that your income can support your family, so that your partner can leave an unhealthy, soul-sucking job, it's there for a reason. Think about the cost of not following that voice. If it means that your partner's stress level is high chronically, what's the effect on his or her health? And if it's taking a negative effect on their health, how does it decrease their longevity? Not just their longevity in their work, but also their longevity in their life. So this could be a difference of adding or subtracting years of your partner's life, years of your life together, years of that person's life with your children. Speaking of children, we have one that has just entered the room. I'm sure she'd like to say something. Hi. And mom, we're going to McDee's at like 1.30. Okay, scooped. McDee's stands for McDonald's. And also, bye-bye now. <laughs> Close it on your way out, please. Thank you. Okay. Okay, so this is the note that I'm going to leave you on, okay? That, um, it, that if you're feeling, if you've ever had this idea and you just kind of squashed it down, maybe it's time. I can't tell you if it is or not. I can't tell you if it's time for you to really get serious about how to make this possible. But just opening up the invitation for you can be life-changing, not just for you, but yeah. also for you your iron family. On. You have the iron on. I turned it off for you. Out. You're welcome. I feel it's on fire. <laughs> okay, ladies. So, if you have questions about what I've shared with you, please feel free to post them in the comments of this video. If you are ready to take a, a, a look at your practice to really see where could you make some changes so that you can increase the revenue in your practice, 
And you can do it in ways that don't require you to work more hours or take more time away from your family. Then head over to alignedpractice.com forward slash quiz. And you can take the Aligned Practice quiz. We share this with all of our members in the Foundations program. And we use this as an assessment for you to objectively see where are you at right now? What needs your attention in your practice so that you can be both present with your family and profitable in your practice and know that you do not have to choose one or the other. You can have both. So alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. You can enter your name and email address there to um, receive the quiz in your email inbox. And I'll follow up with you after you've gotten in to see what insights did you gain from the information that you looked at. Okay. All right. So this is a deep topic. I would love to hear your feedback on it. Um, if you don't have questions, then awesome. I'll assume that I've done a great job. <laughs> okay, ladies, enjoy your day. And I'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who you know would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into how you can have both more time freedom and more financial freedom, be sure to take the Aligned Practice Quiz. You can join our newsletter and get your free copy of the quiz at alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. You'll know in less than 15 minutes what you need to focus on right away to become present and profitable. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.